where do we learn that we don't need anybody? We're a bunch of solos walking around on this planet. I'm like, I don't want to do a solo. I want a big group dance routine. I will totally, totally take your help. I used to be that gal that like, no, thanks. I got it. I got it. I'm fine. I got this. I got this. Oh my gosh. That was so me in my twenties. So cute and not too bright. Right. And now if somebody asks me, do you need help? My answer is yes. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hey, you're listening to the Get Up Girl podcast with your gal, Joanna Vargas. That's me. Today's a solo show. Going to keep it short and sweet to get you ready for the week. Today's show is all about receiving. Like what? is it to receive? I talk about receiving a lot with clients, with friends, just having a conversation, walking down the street with somebody. And 99.9% of the time, I'm aware that people don't understand what receiving is. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about it today. I mean, this, we could talk days and days and days and lifetimes about what it is to receive. And so today is just going to be like, we're going to scratch the surface. The show for today was all burst from last week. I've been moving out of my office. And for many of you that have been listening lately, I've had a lot of changes since the beginning of the pandemic with business, personal. And I decided, I made a choice to downsize in my office. I had a brick and mortar fitness studio, left that, went all online. And then I had about a 1500 square foot office. I absolutely love it. And I made the choice to completely let that go, say goodbye to it, and I'll be leaving in a couple weeks. I have been moving stuff out a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, so that it's more ease for me rather than one big moving day. That just works for me. I have been moving stuff in and out of my car. Every time I go to my car, I'm like, I'm going to take a load. I'm going to take a load. Even if it's heavy, I'm going to see what I can fit. I was at my office last week, early in the morning. It was around 7 or 8 a.m. So there's nobody really on the streets. And I walk out of my office and I'm carrying a heavy bag. One bag on the shoulder and then I have a big bin. Together it probably weighed about 75 pounds. Uneven and just like really heavy to walk with. I come out of my office door and I see this gentleman. He's very tall. He's pretty big. And later talking to him, realized that he was a security guard. So I want you to imagine this guy and uh, tall, a lot of muscle and very sweet. I was aware that he could see that I was struggling because <laughs> I was. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this because I don't want to come back for another trip. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? And I'm like, okay, how much can I push this? And how much should I just walk back and make a second trip? He saw me and I could tell the kindness in his eyes. He was wearing a mask and I knew that he kind of worked, you know, local, 
usually, you know, you're not walking down the street. And he, he told me he was walking to Starbucks to get a little coffee. And he asked me, excuse me, do you need any help? Here's the thing. I can tell that he was ready to receive a no answer. How many times out there have we been asked, especially my gals out there from men, and it's nobody's around and he could look like a threat to you if you need help. And we're taught in this reality to say, no, thank you. I got it. No, thanks. I'm good. I mean, I have so many friends. 99.99% of the time I'm with people and somebody asks them for help. We're taught to say no. Like, I got this. I can do this by myself. And I went through this whole journey gosh, many, many, many years ago when I was learning how to receive physical gifts from people, especially men. And when I mean a physical gift, I mean, you know, them offering me help. And for me, it was to say yes to any person, any person who offered me help. If they asked if I needed help, if they looked like I, they were trying to ask and then I would ask them, I mean, I went on this whole journey to always say yes. So as I'm walking by, he asked me if I need help. And I said, yes, I would love help. Thank you so much. You know, I was like overly boastful like to show him gratitude. And especially we're in the middle of a street. There's nobody around. And I wanted him to know that I felt comfortable with him and that he can feel comfortable with me. And again, I was using my awareness. I'm not saying to go out there and just talk to every person and every stranger. Again, I would, I, I'm using my awareness to know, is this person going to contribute to my life or are they going to be like, I need to cross the street? And that has happened to me many times. Maybe I'll talk about that in a little bit. But I had the awareness that he was, he was very sweet. He was, he was a good person and that he truly, truly wanted to contribute and help. And I said, yes. And as soon as I said, yes, I was aware that he was surprised. He was surprised that I received his gift of helping me, right? And then I could tell like he got a little shy <laughs> and he kind of got quiet. So I started talking to him like, hey, where do you work? Oh, you work down the street? Oh, okay, you going to Starbucks? Like just trying to kind of make him feel more comfortable because I could tell he was like, oh my gosh, I've never had anybody <laughs> say yes. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to help her. But I can only imagine, I mean, I talk to my guy friends a lot too and they're like, oh, I, we, I stopped asking women if they need help because they always say no. And I'm like, wow, okay, and this is not a male and female thing. I think this is just a human to human thing. I can ask my girlfriends. I can ask if anybody, do you need help? I can ask a kid and they're like, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm like, where do we learn that we don't need anybody? We're a bunch of solos walking around on this planet. I'm like, I don't want to do a solo. I want a big group dance routine. I will totally, totally take your help. I used to be that gal that like, no, thanks. I got it. I got it. I'm fine. I got this. I got this. Oh my gosh. That was so me in my twenties. So cute and not too bright. Right. And now if somebody asks me, do you need help? My answer is yes. And I'm also going to add in there, even if I really don't require help, I've, I've been holding things that are so light and somebody will say, do you need help? I'm like, sure. Like, just say yes. Cause this person is gifting you help. I'm like, I'll take it. Cool. I'm going to meet a new friend. Right. 
So he's walking me to my car and I said, okay, you can just put it down right here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And he's like, sure, you're welcome. And he walks away and we're both feeling good. I feel good because a complete stranger helped me. He feels good because he was able to gift somebody to somebody else. And then as soon as he put that down, I had the aha and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do a podcast about this, about how to receive and what is receiving. This is a big learn that I've had teaching fitness, teaching dance to adults. Now, I've also taught to kids. I've taught from three, maybe two and a half year olds to three year olds all the way, gosh, 85 year olds, I would think is my most mature client that I've ever had. I've had every client under the sun for the past 25 years, and I've learned a lot about human behavior, a lot about people. When you teach them fitness and dance and you bring people together and have them move, I mean, you really learn a lot about people. And as you see them grow and learn more about their lives and and things like that, you know, over the years. And this is one of my biggest takeaways, especially my gals, because I've taught both, but but and my moms out there. And again, this is just my point of view, but this is over thousands and thousands and thousands of clients I have taught since I was 17 years old in every gym possible, you name it. I subbed, I was such a hustler. I've worked so many different places, so many different venues, you name it. I've taught, I've taught at sorority houses. I've taught at what assisted living houses. I've taught at daycare centers, birthday parties, you name it. I've probably done it. I was such a hustler back in my late teens, early twenties. If I saw a post, you know, we're looking for a death, I'm, I'm in, I'll teach it. I don't care. And I would just drive and just walk into some random place. And that really taught me a lot of resilience and confidence to just walk into any room and talk to anybody after doing that. And this is my biggest takeaway is that especially my moms and my women, it's very hard for us to receive. And this is how I know most of us breathe out, like 90% out. And women, most, again, this is my point of view, do not know or cannot inhale. Literally, I'm serious, literally cannot inhale. We'll be in class and I see them hyperventilating because they don't know how to inhale. They only know how to exhale. And inhale is receiving and exhaling is gifting. Giving, gifting, inhaling is receiving. And they inhale, it's like, it's a real quick inhale. So let's say I'm like, okay, let's box breathe. We're going to inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. And when we inhale for four, they inhale for one and then hold that three and then still have to hold the other four. So they're holding for seven. They don't use the full four counts in order to inhale. And Most of my clients, I would say one to two years, we work on just breathing. I mean, yes, I'm teaching them fitness and planks and lunges and squats and everything else. And I'm incorporating breathing. 
And I wonder if that's why a lot of people give up with fitness, because if you don't know how to breathe all the little pieces of the pie that go together with fitness, like we think, I'm just going to do this fitness plan, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to change my body. It's like, no, that's just one piece of the pie. The other piece of the pie is breath. The other piece of the pie is, you know, hydration. Another piece of the pie is mindset. Another piece of the pie is meditation. Another piece of the pie is et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if we go in putting all 100% into a little five piece pie, which is the training workout pie, but we're not giving to the rest of it. I think that's why we give up and it's exhausting. It's exhausting to train and not breathe properly. Try to do it. Try, you know, people say, oh, it's so hard to work out with a mask. And I'm going, well, every time you don't inhale the full 100%, it's like you're working out with a mask. And I'm a heavy breather when I train because, you know, years and years of practicing breath work. And if you've ever seen a young child, I'm talking a baby, one to three months, and then they start to change. But if you ever see a newborn baby breathe, they breathe through their belly, not through their chest. I'm going to say that again, newborn babies, the way we're supposed to breathe as human beings, just like a a monkey breathes like that. Look at their belly. The belly rises and falls up, down, up, down. And like the little baby looks like a little, like they look like pregnant or like they have a little watermelon in their belly. It's funny. People will say, oh my gosh, is that okay? You know, new parents will say, my kid's breathing like that. Oh, that's totally normal. And we're actually born to breathe like that. But later as stress and anxiety comes on, we start to breathe through our neck and through our chest and we stop breathing through the diaphragm and through your belly. So that's why we're not able to inhale all the way. And is that a part of receiving? I totally think this is just all mine from 25 years of watching people. I just made this up. This is my discovery. And so the first thing I do is like, okay, we're going to learn how to breathe. Inhale. Exhale. If you're listening, follow along. If you're driving or whatever you're doing, please make sure that that you're doing this uh, carefully. But can you... Can you hear how my inhale was very long? I can actually go longer than that. But And I say, oh, I want you to sound like Darth Vader. Many of us will breathe in and that's it. And I'm going to do that one more time just so you can see the con- hear the contrast between those two. So we have the quick one and then now we have the slower one. and then out. It's a gifting and receiving. They're both even. There's also different breath exercises where we can know, you know, breathe in eight, breathe out four, breathe in two, breathe out eight. I mean, you can get really creative with the patterns, but for right now, we're just going to be 50-50. Practice inhale for four, exhale for four. Don't do the box breathing yet. If you want to go for it, cool. The box breathing is with the holds. And the Navy SEALs, they practice breathing right away. Is anybody familiar with that story? Gosh, where was it? Was it Thailand? Oh, it's it's where the boys, I think there were Boy Scouts or something of that nature, and they went bike riding, and then they walked into this cave, and then the water rose, and then they stayed there for, gosh, how many days? And then the Navy SEALs had to dive in and get them. It was on 2020. I mean, I, you all know, this was maybe three years ago. 
two to three years ago. Please, gosh, DM me, let me know, God, what country was that? That was so fascinating because they spent a couple days teaching these kids how to breathe and not breathe so they can be underwater, breathe because of the anxiety, breathe because when they're underwater, they're going to have to chill out. Every time I get really, really stressed out, I go right into my breathing. The way you breathe here is the way you breathe everywhere. It's not like all of us, it's kind of like prayer. You know, some people that never pray and then all of a sudden they're in a stressful situation then they start praying to God. It's like you either you pray all the time or you just, or you just don't, you know, rather than, okay, now I need you. That's how I see breath. The way you breathe here is the way you're going to breathe everywhere. The way you breathe when you train is the way you're going to breathe everywhere. I know I'm digressing a little bit from the receiving, but it is a part of that onion layer that I told you that we're just going to scratch the surface today on what is receiving. So this is what I tell my clients when they come in and I can tell that they can't breathe. I will usually go up to them and whisper because I don't want to, you know, put it out on the microphone and I'll ask them, are you a mom? And they're like, yeah, how'd you, I, how'd you know? I said, it's time for you to receive. And some of them, most of them start to tear. They know exactly what I'm talking about. I go, it's time for you, mom. It's time for you to to receive because you give, give, give a lot, right? Notice the difference between take and receive. I want you to receive versus take. And when they start to tear, they get it. And some, you know, some people don't like, well, I don't get it, Joanna. But when they do get it, I'm like, light bulb moment. And this is the first thing that I tell them to kind of like, um, like a little fun exercise, Hence the word fun. Like, how do we make this fun? said, for the next week, or I would love for the next month, I want you to receive anytime somebody holds the door open for you and do not touch the door. And they're like, well, what do you mean, Joanna? What do you mean? Let's say you're walking into Starbucks and you're walking in fairly the same time as somebody else. And you know when somebody holds the door open for you? Allow them to hold the door open for you. 99.999% of the time, we will go to hold the door with them or take it over from them rather than allow them to hold it for you and you walk through and I'm going to kind of say similar to like a queen. You receive it and you give so much gratitude. The moment I changed this, it was like, whoa, this is exhilarating. And I promise you, when you walk away from that, both of you, you will not know who the gifter is or the receiver is because you're both going to feel so good. You are going to gift that person holding the door open for you so much confidence and gratitude, and they are going to gift you the feeling of that they gifted you something. So every time I'm walking into the post office or, um, gosh, I'm going to say Starbucks, you know, that door just opens and closes all day long. And if somebody opens it for me, I walk right through, I make eye contact with them and I say, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And you'll see them similar to that guy that helped me when I was moving out of the office. He, they might be surprised like, oh yeah, you're welcome. And they're going to walk away with their chest held high and they're just going to feel so much better regardless of whatever gender they are, doesn't matter. A human is a human. Your inner being is going to feel so amazing and nobody's going to know who the gifter is and who the receiver is. 
And if they hold the door open for you and you walk and then you touch the door, you just took away their gift. And now it's a give and take. They give you that, you take this, vice versa, and then there's just walls up and barriers and distance between you and that person. Bring the walls down and get rid of the distance between you and that, I'm going to say stranger. How can you create it so that you are no longer a stranger? Ooh, I, this, I think I'm going to have to do a part two on this because I did want to keep this short. I wanted to just give you a little bit to nudge you and I am being called to do a part two. So I will do a part two. Look out for that. And your practice is to receive. If anybody offers to give you help, say yes, thank you. Look them in the eye. Give so much gratitude and appreciation. Or, and allow somebody to hold the door open for you if they decide to gift you that. And you walk in like a queen, king that you are, and you receive it, and you give so much gratitude. And I want you to, to be aware of what happens there. What shifts after that? Like what little movements in life? You know, it's just a little shift. It's interesting because I, you know, I live in California and there's earthquakes. Yet when you study earthquakes, there's earthquakes all the time, meaning the earth is always shifting. Just sometimes it shifts more than others and it feels like a big earthquake. The earth is always shifting just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. What if these gifting and receivings are little shifts in your life, little shifts, little shifts, little shifts, little shifts that equal and that will compound into you being able to receive bigger things, being able to be aware of bigger things in life. Sometimes we want to, you know, start our, our, uh, like our mindset journey and our life journey and all that, and we feel like it's going to go from A to Z. And I'm like, just because you read one Tony Robbins book doesn't mean you're done. That's like, I had one earthquake and we're done. Oh, that's one little shift. That's one shift in your compound effect of the shift, the big, the, the new, the evolved life that you are creating. And that's what that is. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so, so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Please, please, this helps me get out the podcast to more people. Leave a five-star review and please write a review on iTunes. When you write one, it actually helps the algorithm out a little bit more. And I know I've said this so many times, but when you do, it really means a lot to me. I really, really, truly appreciate it. Screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I would be so incredibly grateful. And until next time, if you want different in your life, choose different. Get back up and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.